AppTensive are the experts in mobile customer experience and in-app communication. So to check out whether your app is loved and get more love for it, go to apptentive.com forward slash appguy. That's apptentive.com forward slash appguy. And thank you to AppTentive for supporting this show. GummyCube can help you optimize your content, optimize your reviews and ratings, help you find higher ranking keywords and increase your organic downloads. To go and discover more, go to www.gummycube.com. That's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E, gummycube.com. And thank you to GummyCube for sponsoring this episode. Hi, I'm Brian Chasset, the VP of Mobile Engineering at BuzzFeed, and you're listening to the App Guy Podcast. The App Guy Podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I'm your host, it's Paul Kemp. Uh, So this is the show where we do actually get involved in launches. I used to do something called App Store Launch Stories and it migrated into the App Guy podcast. And I want to go through today a special episode because we're actually launching a, a, a product, it's a platform, And I want to talk you through the launch, the strategy, help you out. So if you are an app entrepreneur, if you are just an entrepreneur, you've got side projects, whatever it is that you're doing with startups or just in terms of actual general stuff, then this is the episode for you. We are going to help you uh, by walking you through the process. Now, I've already recorded uh, my chat with the uh, the co-founder of Ideator, his name is Charlie Smith, and the community manager of Ideator, her name is Jessica Berger. We did it live during the launch day, but I'm going to uh, now go through and walk you through the process of the launch. We did a launch. Uh, we used the platform Product Hunt. Uh, if you haven't heard of Product Hunt, you should have done uh, with all the other episodes I've done on Product Hunt. Uh, just go to uh, producthunt.com, check it out, and you'll see that uh, on Monday, the 7th of December, uh, we did a launch. Uh, it was a launch for uh, Ideator and uh, the Summary, uh, it was that it was successful. It reached all the goals that we hoped for. And uh, I walk you through the process. So do stay tuned. So to help you in this event, I am going to uh, edit uh, the recording uh, from uh, the day and give you the highlights and uh, just really help uh, sort of help you Uh, learn from us so that you get a chance to go through yourself and uh, maybe copy some of the things that we've done and learn from the uh, strategies that we used. Uh, So let me, first of all, just in a nutshell, explain what uh, is going on here, okay? Uh, First of all, uh, I have been working quite hard with the team at Ideator, uh, this is Ideator. If you want to go and check it out before listening to this episode, you can go to uh, ideator.com, idea, uh, A-T-O-R.com. And actually, if you're going to sign up, I recommend, uh, it's free to sign up, but I recommend going to ideator.com forward slash December challenge. That's all lowercase. Uh, you can get these links from the show notes. Uh, it's episode 390 of The App Guy, theappguy.co. Uh, it may be worth just going and checking it out. It would actually help you go through this episode. And uh, the reason I'm sending you to December Challenge is because the the uh, guys at Ideator are giving away $10,000. Uh, 
uh, they're giving away $10,000 to the best idea. And uh, actually, more importantly uh, than the money is the fact that you get the idea, uh, you get to present the idea to a, uh, an esteemed panel of judges. These judges include uh, Nicola Corzine, who is at NASDAQ Entrepreneurial Center, uh, Ludovic uh, Ulrich, uh, who is the head of startup relations at Salesforce, uh, Chelsea Zukov, uh, CEO and founder of Sugar Paper, Brian Breckenridge, uh, executive director of Box, and uh, Jaeger McConnell, uh, CEO of Crunchbase. I mean, they are pretty awesome uh, judges that you get a chance to pitch. Now, I must say that if you are listening to this, uh, the uh, submissions must be on ideator.com forward slash December challenge. Uh, they must be uh, submitted before the uh, 13th of December, I think that's the cutoff, uh, 5 p.m. PST, December the 13th. And then the uh, finalists will be notified uh, on the 14th and they get a chance to pitch then their idea on the 15th of December uh, to those judges. And then uh, the winner is, uh, I think, almost announced uh, just after that. And you can find out who won by going to ideator.com forward slash December challenge. And uh, if you go to that page, then I think they'll uh, uh, announce who the winner is. And you'll be able to see if it's someone from our tribe, uh, the Abster tribe. And uh, wouldn't that be great? Uh, now, the sponsors of this event are uh, pretty awesome as well. Salesforce, Box, Google, uh, Crunchbase. Pledge, uh, Band of Angels, Legal Zoom, NASDAQ. You know, uh, actually, as we were going through the launch day, we did get a tweet uh, from NASDAQ, and uh, they have uh, 450-odd thousand followers. Uh, so getting a tweet from them was pretty cool. Uh, List Hunt, The Startup Garage, uh, Splash U, and Perkins Cole. So loads of uh, great sponsors, and, and it was really, uh, yeah, just to... I guess, announce that that is going on and you probably want to go and check it out. Uh, so that is ideator.com forward slash December challenge, all lowercase. Uh, and uh, you could also get it from uh, theappguy.co episode 390. So let me first of all now, before jumping into our chat on the launch day, I want to go through and make sure you have uh, a good idea about uh, ideator.com and what it is. I think it'll help you understand uh, exactly uh, you know, what we're doing here in terms of the launch. And so you go to the platform, ideator.com, and uh, sign up. And you uh, are presented then with the option of uh, creating your own profile, which you can do. And uh, you can put a nice little picture in there and talk about what you do. Uh, then you have the ability to uh, submit ideas, create an idea. And uh, when you do create an idea, uh, what you get a chance to do is you can name that idea. Uh, you also then have uh, a chance to put in the elevator pitch, the summary of what uh, you would do if you were talking and pitching this uh, within uh, a few seconds to someone in an elevator or lift, I'd like to say. And uh, you can put a nice picture of the uh, idea, what it represents. And then you talk about the problem. Remember that uh, in this show, we always talk about the problem. And on Ideator, you get a chance to reveal what the problem is you've found and then what the solution is that you have. And any documents that uh, you think would be related, uh, you can upload. And the goals that you have for this. Now, you get a chance to make this public or private. Uh, and that was a really good uh, debate that we had on Product Hunt with one of the moderators uh, about uh, 
whether it should be uh, allowed to have private ideas or whether it's, it's better to encourage uh, public ideas. Uh, and uh, you also then get a chance to invite a team, a team to this idea. And uh, you can invite team members from uh, within the platform or from outside the platform. Now, the other pretty cool thing as well is, uh, like any idea, it needs a lot of help and resources. And so there is a section within the platform that enables you to um, have access to the resources you may need. Now, these are in uh, categories such as business, CRM, customer support, design, developer, uh, resources, finance. And uh, we did have a few questions, I think it was uh, about funding uh, on the product hunt launch day. And uh, it was um, questions really relating to uh, uh, funding. And I, I believe that uh, there is funding uh, available for perhaps the best ideas, uh, which would be, um, you know, excellent. And uh, obviously there is that December challenge, which it does um, give $10,000 as well. Uh, there's resources in this uh, uh, platform that would help you with finding customers, uh, uh, with um, hosting, with um, legal requirements, uh, marketing, um, what you need to do in the mobile space, uh, operations, payments, printing, productivity, sales, and social. So uh, all this is great because it's one common platform to get uh, all the resources that you may need to move your idea forward from exactly that, which is just an idea through to a business. Uh, and then you have other sections in the platform that uh, enable you to run through uh, the ideas that are on the platform. And you can um, actually uh, dissect these as... Uh, the most popular ideas or perhaps the ones that have been created uh, most recently. Uh, you also can uh, have a discussion with people um, within the platform. And uh, the other thing is that you get to then navigate through all the people on the platform as well. And you get to see who um, the advisors are, who the investors are. You can get to message them as well. So that should give you a good sense of what this platform is all about. And with that explanation, I thought it now best to hand it over to my chat with um, Charlie Smith, who is the co-founder of Ideator and the one that's been spearheading this whole thing. Uh, and he uh, was um, there during the launch. Now, I am going to uh, almost make, uh, make an, an announcement about this uh, recording in that um, the launch on Product Hunt meant a lot to uh, these guys and uh, Charlie Smith and Jessica Berger, the community manager. Now, uh, both had been uh, awake almost all night because we were hunted uh, at around uh, 9 a.m. UK time, which was around about 1 a.m. Pacific time. So they are on the Pacific coast and uh, it just meant that uh, they'd gone all night without any sleep. And then we had the launch day uh, as well, uh, you know, to contend with, uh, responding to lots of different questions, and then uh, recorded this 
episode. So just bear in mind that uh, Charlie hasn't had that much sleep, nor's Jessica. They're running on uh, uh, just pure adrenaline about uh, uh, what is going on with the launch. Uh, so let me hand it over to now uh, Charlie Smith, who's now going through uh, the platform and um, giving us uh, his explanation of uh, what it's all about. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I, I always like telling the story starting from really where the concept came from in the first place. And um, for a while in my career, I've been seeing a pattern where, you know, I came from the Salesforce ecosystem where a lot of the early people at Salesforce, similar to what you had back in the day with PayPal and whatnot, have all migrated out of there to start their own businesses and become entrepreneurs and start companies. And that group has had, you know, a huge benefit of having this amazing power of the Salesforce network sitting behind them to help them with sort of their career path as they take their new business along. Um, and the thing that I saw is that all of these successful entrepreneurs that I was associated with were approached nonstop by people who wanted to start businesses. And I'm not just talking about um, products like the products you're going to see on Product Hunt. I'm talking just good core businesses, lifestyle businesses, and really any type of business that would qualify as a small business. They never know. People always have a huge challenge on where to start. And when they're in the early stages of their business, they're just really conflicted with which, which paths to take to make their business more successful. Um, and what I, what we saw, what I saw is that these, the, the, the successful entrepreneurs that I know all really, truly at the core, most of them really want to help these people that they see come their way. Um, but they don't really have a means to be able to do that really effectively because you can only go get so many coffees in a day and, um, their, their time just they can't really spend it trying to figure out what someone's business is all about and how they may be able to help it. Um, so we've just seen I've just seen that pattern for a long time and we decided to take it and build ideator and really try to solve the core part of that problem, which is that every single person that starts a business, needs way more help and information than they're gonna have. And you know the thing I like to, to say about the problem is that it it there's um I'm, gonna, I'm losing my words right now but I, I, there's well, that's right but charlie you've been up for 12 hours you've been working through the night <laughs> so it's not surprising <laughs> that you're a little bit uh, tongue-tied and so i just want people to appreciate how hard you guys have worked on this so I mentioned there how hard we'd all worked on the preparation for uh, being hunted and landing onto Product Hunt. And let me then now help you learn from us what uh, the preparation did actually involve. And uh, the most important thing is, first of all, going to ProductHunt.com and uh, making sure that you have a profile. And uh, remember to sign up with your own Twitter account and not uh, like a business account. Um, so you will need uh, your own Twitter account. And, uh, you know, it's important to make sure that your account has some activity beforehand. So it's like uh, at least there's some comments that you've left and uh, that you've been uh, on it for a little bit of time and you've maybe upvoted some products. So uh, the uh, most important thing then is, uh, first of all, <laughs> during the day 
uh, try to avoid uh, getting too uh, focused on the actual chart position because it can lead you to you know ask for upvotes and asking for upvotes is an absolute big no-no. I've learned my lesson uh, with uh, the uh, community and speaking with the moderators and uh, the team at Product Hunt, uh, they are trying to make this platform fair. It's pretty awesome. I love it. And so to make it fair for everybody, uh, they do have an algorithm which then does take into account uh, like various things. Uh, one uh, aspect is if they feel that you are being disingenuous with the upvotes that you're getting, uh, they can actually uh, penalize you. So the best thing to do is uh, to avoid uh, going out and asking for uh, people to upvote you. Please don't don't do that because uh, you will uh, uh, see that it will come back to uh, haunt you on your uh, position. Uh, and uh, it won't help you. Uh, but uh, there are uh, things that you uh, can do, uh, such as, I mean, you can announce that you're on Product Hunt. And, uh, you know, I, I usually like to just do a sort of direct, not a direct link, a uh, a link to producthunt.com. And uh, you can f sort of mention that out to Twitter and however uh, you want to announce to your audience uh, that uh, you are. And I like to use the... Um, you know, the wording, uh, hey, we're, we're uh, excited to be on Product Hunt. Uh, do come and say hello, ask a question or leave a comment. And uh, uh, that actually is, uh, I think, allowed. Uh, but I've got lots of examples of seeing, uh, you know, where really good products have, um, you know, gone out to their email list or to their uh, followers and, uh, you know, done the wrong thing by just asking for uh, upvotes. Uh, so... The other thing which is uh, always helpful is to have a landing page. And we uh, actually did do uh, quite a bit of work on a landing page, uh, making sure that there's uh, good uh, headers and a good thumbnail. And uh, the header is 1000 by 300. I'm getting very specific here. And uh, the thumbnail is uh, 260 by 180. But it's important to have those. And also uh, it's important to have them free of any logos or any text. And so that actually uh, hopefully does help you in terms of uh, trying to emulate this stuff. Uh, remember as well, actually, it's important to uh, get someone of influence to uh, take note and perhaps agree to hunt you. Uh, there's no point in trying to submit this stuff yourself uh, unless you uh, maybe uh, want to submit like a game or a podcast or a book. But actually the, the very popular tech section uh, they have uh, restrictions on who can submit to get to the featured section. And uh, I, I would highly recommend not being uh, the, you know, the person. If you've got, uh, if you're listening to this and listen to this explanation and you're, you've not fast forwarded, then I think the answer is you haven't got the influence to uh, submit uh, to the tech section and expect to do well. Uh, you, you'll want to be uh, hunted by someone of uh, significant influence. That means someone who has a lot of followers and uh, who've been, who've been uh, you know, hunting things for quite some time and have uh, the ability to uh, uh, submit. And it goes on to the featured section of product hunt, not that upcoming section. Other things are, uh, it's always quite handy to do animated GIFs because uh, I think the team at Product Hunt do like to see lots of interesting animated GIFs. And that, that's kind of the preparation that we did. So uh, I hope that was helpful. Uh, what I will do now is I'll jump back into our discussion and 
let's see where we are with the launch. What, what was it like to do the preparation? J Jessica, maybe, you know, you worked a lot on the preparation as well for today. Yeah. How, how important was that to you? Well, absolutely. I mean, I, I came on, you know, with, with Ideator a little bit later after um, Charlie had already, like, conceptualized, you know, what is Ideator and, and seeing uh, the logo that they have are, had already built. For me, the Ideator logo, like, encompasses everything that we do. You can see it and you get a snapshot of, of what we're doing, right? Um, and so the images, the imagery that we've then uploaded, we just wanted to, like, continue with that theme and make it easy within a, a millisecond to understand, you know, what we're all about. I think the the video, the, um, yeah, the promo video that you see there, people have been commenting about it, asking, you know, how have you guys, you know, who, who did you use to create this? It's phenomenal. And we have a lot of good team members uh, that were able to pull it all together. So the other important thing when uh, doing a launch on Product Hunt is that, uh, it's important to uh, respond to comments. Uh, we had a lot of comments during the day. And so I asked Jessica uh, about those comments and I started uh, reading them out. And let's jump back into the episode now. Uh, maybe it's a good idea to, I mean, I think it would help people understand about Ideator if we go through some of the comments. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, first of all, we had uh, quite a few uh, questions here from one of the moderators, Ben Tossel. And he uh was, uh, you know, just, I think, picking up on that idea of all ideas should be open. You had some good comments back, Charlie. I absolutely, I am so thrilled that that was the first sort of thing that came up through Product Hunt was that concept of why isn't everything just open? And then the comments that we've seen in general have been people steering towards wanting to opinion on that topic. And so I love that debate because I think that for us, like, the real intrigue of our product is having it be fully open, but having built this product from scratch, I can tell you that almost every user that we talk to outside of the product hunt community, their first concern is, well, what's, someone's going to steal my idea. I don't want to put it on there. Um, and although I, I agree with Ben's sentiment, which is that you know, you need to get your, your information out there and you need to share it for this thing to blossom into something that's going to become a business um, because I think the product run community recognizes that you need to execute to make anything happen and, and it's all in the execution. It's not really the idea. It's not, um, it's, it's strictly about the execution. And I think that this notion of having a fully public open idea maybe saying you have to have like a set number of stuff that's publicly available for your idea to even live here is a really interesting concept and I think it's something that we're going to be battling with forever um, and and I, and I love and I love the debate I mean I, I mentioned in the comments to Ben is that the interesting thing for me is the feedback that we've had and when we've seen larger organizations that are interested in using Ideator, they're all asking for private communities. And I'm still not convinced that they really that's what they really want, but that's definitely what they're asking for right now, which then becomes more, more of an enterprise-type product than what we're planning to build right now. Um, but an example of organizations that we're speaking with is our, our original target market was in San Diego, and that was our initial test market. 
starting about a year ago. And we've had a tremendous amount of interest with the universities in the San Diego area, um, specifically the business schools being able to use Ideator to help foster entrepreneurship through their programs. And so they've, you know, they've expressed very much interest in doing that and using it really for the purpose of helping you helping their students, you know, with entrepreneurship, with innovation, but also keeping them sort of protected within the walls of the university. I think, Charlie, it actually goes back to your original uh point that you were making is that a lot of people coming to Ideator are coming there for the first time. These are new entrepreneurs. They may have worked uh, for, for another organization, but this is a first uh, maybe introduction to uh, running a business. And and because you're new, you sometimes have all these um, you know myths and uh, and things in your in your mind that are actually are not true, such as not sharing your idea. Uh, would that would you agree with that? I, I totally agree. I agree with it, and I think that I the first thing I hear is I don't want someone to steal my idea. But if you dig further into it, it's really rare that someone's their 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 idea is truly like captured in some kind of special product that they're delivering to market that they should be running out to the patent office and patenting and and making sure they're fully protected from an intellectual standpoint. Um, so, so yeah, I would say very much so that there's that myth. I think that the other interesting thing, especially with launching on Product Hunt, is I don't see I see the Product Hunt community as being we would have a lot of potential customers inside of the Product Hunt community, but I see this broader market of people who start businesses, and I think the vast majority of small businesses, even if you look at the United States alone those people are starting businesses, whether it's a store down the street or a hair salon in a downtown area. They don't, I don't think those people see themselves as entrepreneurs and they're, and they're, they're looking at a whole different set of criteria than say, if you're trying to follow a lean startup methodology to launch a business. Absolutely. And in fact, I think um, like the number of businesses that start up, especially in the U.S., is enormous, isn't it? I mean, the whole I think uh, there was a, a, a study uh, that was talked about on my show, in fact, that uh, the number one career that people talk about now in universities uh, and maybe amongst high schools is uh, entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur. I think that's one of the aspirations a lot of people have. Is that something that you're trying to capture? Very much. I mean, I think that I that's this is something that's come out of starting you know we started to solve the problem that I explained earlier that it's really you know kind of it's really hard to take those first steps at building a business and doing it efficiently um, in doing this I, we've learned that there there's this massive move towards entrepreneurship education the reason that we're talking to all the business schools is that they all seem to be moving really fast towards teaching entrepreneurship education. So a lot of their curriculums much more focus on entrepreneurship versus the traditional tenets of sort of business school. Um, and, and so I think it's been fascinating. I think it's exciting. And I think it's obviously, you know, there's very efficient ways today to start a business. It's never been easier to start a business, especially if you're looking at a business that's reliant on technology. Um, but it, that just means that the percentage, like the, the difficulty, like the amount of people that are going to see some type of rough patch 
is increasing that much more because it's so much easier to start. You're going to see a lot bigger failure rates. So I think there's just it's, but it doesn't need to be so hard to take those first steps and make those decisions that sit outside of, say, my domain expertise. Whatever it is that I'm doing to make money, I I probably am not an accountant or um, you know someone that's going to be able to solve all the problems in my business. So really, anyone listening who is thinking about uh, starting their own business, they have an idea. They have to realize, and this is what I've learned, is that you focus on the core idea, what your true strengths are, and then get teams of expertise around you. And, and that's what you're doing. Because that's, I think, what also came out from one of uh, the comments there about what does the ideator team bring? What, you know, what do the, uh, the, the thought leaders that you bring to the table, what can they actually uh, do to add value? And uh, I, I love the way you answered that in the comments there on Product Hunt. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, are you know, Jessica, I don't know if you want to take this because I was answering too many comments this morning. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. I mean, I was just going to add to that. I mean, uh, it's most definitely what we're in search of all the time and looking to improve upon is getting more top-notch advisors into the community that can bring with them their experience and add, add value. Um, but I mean, what we're seeing is that we do have a great deal already on the platform and it's, it's so great to see the ideators in all different parts of the world writing in saying, this is phenomenal. I mean, I don't have access to this type of talent where I'm located and for you able to bridge that gap and, and connect me. And then now I have this top notch advisor on my team. There's no other place that really does that. So it's, it's a fun ride so far on that. Aspect. Let's take a quick break to thank the sponsors. Apptentive will give you the ability to communicate very effectively with your users. They have a, a dashboard insight where you can see lots of different ways on how your customers are using your app, who they are, what they care about, and then you get a chance to talk to them. And Apptentive will encourage you through the dashboard to think about ways to communicate with them. It really makes your journey as an app entrepreneur way more effective by using uh, Apptentive's uh, dashboard. So uh, to get a free mobile app consultation, go to apptentive.com forward slash appguy. That is apptentive.com forward slash appguy. It's free to sign up and they will be able to give you uh, a free mobile app consultation. Thank you so much to Apptentive for being so supportive. App Store optimization is one of the best user acquisition channels that you can get. GummyCube offer full App Store optimization service. They can help you focus on search ranking within the App Store to help you gain quality users at a cost-effective price. Uh, one of the important things about App Store optimization is your app title. It tells your users about your app. In fact, if you think about it, as users are scrolling through all the different apps, uh, your title is the most important piece of App Store optimization. It can tell your user what your app does and you only get 255 characters to actually create your app title. You have to use the space provided in a very clear way and this is where GummyCube can help you with your app title and in fact all the other factors that are around App Store optimization. Uh, why not go and check them out? Go to www.gummycube.com that's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E.com gummycube.com and start optimizing your app today. Thank you so much to GummyCube for continuing to support the show. Let's return to the interview. Uh, we carry on going through some of these awesome uh, comments here and questions. And uh, I mean, 
a lot of people were again asking about uh, how can you scale this for example uh, the, you know if you do have a lot of people joining uh, ideator uh, it is free is that right correct is that, is that right charlie it's, it's free you're going to worry about monetization uh, when the community is big enough and uh, i mean have you thought about scaling we think about it all the time because i mean i think that at the core, what we want to do is solve this problem that the current models for the way businesses are going to get the type of support we want to provide don't scale. Um, you know, so the most successful thing out there today are the accelerator, accelerators and incubators, and especially, obviously, the, um, the popular, most well-known ones are extremely successful. But because they only fit a very small type of business, that would fit within their their sort of business model, um, specifically high valuation businesses or potential high valuation businesses. Um, that model has proven to work, and it's really really successful for a reason because it it ends up providing value back to companies on multiple different levels, and depending on which program you're going through, really defines which areas you some of the areas you may see more or less support. Um, what we want to do is see that that type of help could scale to, to work to be able to support, say, a business that's going to be, you know, a family business, call it, or some other type of small business where they would never fit into the incubator accelerator model and on their own time they can benefit from the type of mentorship that's needed to succeed like that. And so... You know, I don't think I was actually very clear in the middle of the night last night on the way I answered this, but the, the reality is right now, as a team, we have an incredible set of advisors. We have a very varied set of skill on our team, you know, on the ideator team itself, and we're trying to help as many companies that we see coming through the platform on these early days while we're building the foundation of the platform we're trying to help as many of these companies as we can personally. Like we come in and we want to talk to them. We want to understand what their goals and obstacles are and try and find steps for them to guide them along. I, you know, the one thing I definitely wasn't clear about this morning is I've been really surprised at how many users that we're not really in contact with that we're not helping that I get positive feedback on the platform to say they got a great amount of benefit from it. And I love that. Like that's like sort of just the hidden benefit. But right now, the true benefit from the platform is going to be us trying to help people solve a goal and give them tasks that's going to help them that are going to help them achieve that goal. Um, the way that that's going to scale is we're going to aggressive, especially over the next this year from here out, we're going to aggressively be trying to call it manufacture these goals and tasks that are pretty similar across most of the companies that we see and the things that they need help with, whether it's building a team, whether it's raising funding, whether it's getting their, their roadshow off the ground for going and pitching their company to seed stage investors or even later stage investors. Yeah, yeah, Charlie, let's pick up on that because there was another comment as well by, uh, well, let's just use his name, Daniel Kemp, and uh, he's my namesake. And he said that, does it help with funding? Do you help with funding? And you had an answer for that as well. 
So yeah, I mean, our our ultimate goal is that we we're going to build these. We're, you know, I call it choose your own adventure, where you're going to be able to take the learnings that we have from helping all these ideators, and someone that comes on the platform is going to be saying, okay, you know, let's just call it the most common thing we see, it which is I need to raise funding, and you're going to go through a series of questions, and hopefully at the end of that you're going to realize what the real goal is of your next step. Because it's very rarely someone comes to me and says, hey, Charlie, I need money to make my thing real. And usually, yeah, I mean, that's always true that they need money, but it's not really the next step where they need to raise money right now. They need to do a whole bunch of other steps so that they can go out and do that properly. And that holds true for everything from someone trying to go to the bank to someone who's trying to raise finances from either seed investors or, or, or more serious investors or not, not not more serious investors but um, like a series A round. Well, well Charlie let me just reiterate to everyone listening is the fact that I've done 400 founder interviews right and one of the biggest takeaways that founders have is actually going through the process of <coughs> applying to an incubator or an accelerator program with all those tough questions. It really makes them think about their own business model. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I mean, I think very much. Like, you know, the incubators and accelerators, the, like the, if you go through the 500 startups application, they're trying to figure out that, that, like a lot of the, I mean, they're obviously looking for a lot of different criteria, but I would imagine one of the most important things to them is that, that the people that are coming to them saying we need, we want to come here because we know you're going to give us a hundred grand. Um, they want to know that those people are already queued up and ready to receive a hundred grand. They know what they're going to do with it, or at least they have a perception of what they're going to do with it. And they have a plan to execute on sort of when they accept that money, they have a plan to execute and do something successful with the business. And so I think it's, you know, that, that validation process is usually pretty quick in that these, you know, the people looking to, for a team, a lot of times it's people looking for a co-founder and somewhat of that same scenario falls into play where they're not really ready for to start a relationship with someone that founded around a company a lot of times. Yeah, there's a lot of activity going on. I know that uh, several hundred uh, people have signed up so far, and uh, so it's been great to be on Product Hunter. Here's Pravin Chandran. He's an ex-guest uh, of my show, and he's come on, and he loves the explainer video. Uh, how much effort went into that explainer video? Oh, Jessica, were you around when we made the explainer video? That was you and then the team at, uh, at Video Sparks, no? That was me and the team at Video Sparks. And um, Paul, I know that you're a member of Leon Pal's um, startup Slack group. Yes. And early on in the company, I you know had joined that Slack group when it was still pretty small. It was just like a couple hundred people, I think, when I joined. We might be off on that, but it wasn't that big. And I, late night one night, I had just gone on there and said, "Hey, I need an explainer video. Does anyone have any recommendations?" And someone recommended Morty, Morty Rapp, who has the best name, but he is a, in Israel. And um, someone had highly recommended them. And I went and looked at, you know, the most important thing for me is I looked at their portfolio and I liked sort of their design styles that I saw and whatnot. 
But the coolest thing ever was that when I reached out to Morty, he was so on top of his email. It was incredible at all times of day and just one of like the most communicative vendors that I've ever worked with. <laughs> and so we had a super fun, we had a lot of fun. I mean, I basically pitched him the business just like I would to you if I was trying to raise money. And he came back with that whole video without with very other little input. Um, and so I think they did a spectacular job. And I think that it's interesting because we haven't changed it in eight months. And Lord knows our business model and our objectives. Well, Charlie, that, that should months. be... Charlie, that should be enough of a tease for everyone listening to actually go watch it. So uh, they have to actually go, uh, go to. We can either go through ProductHunt.com and search for uh, Ideator on there, or you can go to Ideator as well, Ideator.com. Also, um, we have another comment here. Bill Lewis. Uh, he uh, said that it was a great idea, a great idea to keep your thoughts organised, and. Uh, he says, I have two startups coming on board the first half of 2016, and he could really benefit from this ideator, and you need a system to help turn side projects into reality. Yeah. And this is the sort of, uh, I guess, the perfect type of person that you want to attract. And it uh, looks like he uh, was, is working on the uh, projects uh, and he says here, I learned three years ago when I built collaborative office environments before jumping my full-time job. So someone who quit their full-time job to work on a startup. That, are these the sorts of people that you're looking to attract? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, actually, in talking to the ideators in our community, I would say a great deal of them, probably all of them, are bootstrapping their business. Um, they're... You know, they're also obviously looking for funding, but they're full-time employed, employed. And so um, in seeing from the beginning, they have this little entrepreneurial itch and we're helping them like, just like Bill, turn that side project into reality. It's, it's a great experience. And that's exactly the type of, of people we want to attract to the community. Wonderful. Okay, so we're going to, uh, I guess, uh, wrap up pretty soon. Uh, for those listening live, uh, you can actually hear a repeat of this. It will be on the uh, the show, the App Guy the App Guy podcast. And uh, just as we wrap up, then, uh, I mean, uh, any other thoughts on the day of, at Product Hunter? I mean, it has resulted in a lot of different activities, a lot of mentions. Uh, you know, when you search Google. Uh, it looks like um, Ideator is coming out quite a lot in terms of the, the searches. What, what uh, from having a day on, uh, Jessica, why didn't you start? Because Charlie is in need of some rest, I think. <laughs> Jessica, <laughs> uh, what have you learned going through today and how could you advise anyone else who wants to perhaps maximize the benefit of a launch on Product Hunt? Wow, that's a good question. Um, I'm sure I'll have to sit down when my brain does come back together after pulling an all-nighter. I gotta say, the last time I did that was definitely in college. So, um, okay. you know, and I write down some thoughts about it. Um, I would say, I mean, you definitely, in preparation, you do need people to be on call. You know, no matter if you're one or two person startup and you know your team's quite small you want them to be on call to answer questions because this is your opportunity to speak with a really a, a different clientele um and, and so you don't want any questions to go unanswered and 
you want to be able to engage with them. So I'd say that would be probably the biggest uh, takeaway in looking at how to prepare yourself for, for being on Product Hunt. Yeah, and at the time of recording, I mean, we have had over 200 upvotes, which is uh, really a huge amount of support from the community. Uh, when you start to look at these people, uh, there's a lot of people who have uh, taken a look and uh, uh, actually supported the ideator. Uh, Charlie, uh, if you're still with us, I wondered uh, what you've uh, learned from the day and what you could suggest to others listening uh, in terms of your takeaways. Well, I mean, I think that for me it's it's – if you just take the steps to read the common advice that's out there, which is get involved and make sure that you control, not control, but, but sort of set the tone for, for the conversation, it's probably going to work out well. And we did that. And, and, you know, although it, and I ended up having to stay up all night, it was so worth it. And, you know, for me, like as the person who's building the product, anytime, I can have any type of conversation with a user or a potential user. I'm excited. So, you know, for me, the this is like Christmas. And fortunately, we have all these users that have signed up through Product Hunt. And now we're really looking forward to engaging with those with a lot of those users, really with as many of them as we possibly can. So for me, this is just a start of an awesome chapter. And it's just been really exciting and Nice to see things well received, but if anyone out there is listening, I love negative feedback because that's what's <laughs> going to make our product better. Um, so I'm all ears. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go to YouTube for those uh, negative comments. Uh, product time is very constructive. So, I mean, there's two more things that really uh, anyone listening as well can do. One is that uh, if you haven't yet, do go to uh, check out Ideator, and there is the um, Glasshole Kitty product hunt logo hiding somewhere and not many people found it today did they I think your no. comment your comment got buried Jessica but it was a terrific <sighs> idea it's never been done where I you actually, actually hid the logo on the landing page and suggested people could find it yeah she's hidden <laughs> yeah, again so there there's another <laughs> enticement another teaser for anyone who uh, wants to go and try and find that uh, logo on the landing page you obviously need to go through producthunt.com and search for ideator and then go through uh, that uh, to get to that landing page but it's it's there and uh, I think um, there were a few people found it pretty quickly but others uh, not so 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 I'm just about to wrap up and ask our, our great guests what their contact details are remember you can get full show notes from going to theappguy.co and just searching for Charlie Smith or Jessica Berger, Ideator, and it's episode 391. Uh, just in summary then, the uh, day for the launch was uh, everything that we had hoped for, and we really did achieve our goals. In terms of the uh, amount of activity that we saw, uh, and we received somewhere in the region of 361 upvotes and it was one of the most commented days uh, it was a launch on monday 
which actually worked out to be slightly less competitive than maybe you see on the Tuesdays and the Wednesdays. And uh, it did result in us achieving our uh, goal for signups and uh, the expected traffic. And also it did result in uh, quite a lot of uh, activity online. I mean, for example, uh, I just uh, know that the uh, ideator was mentioned in Crunchbase. Uh, it was uh, retweeted by NASDAQ uh, that um, it was picked up by uh, Pinterest. All those feeds that feed into Product Hunt, uh, they seem to pick it up as well. And, you know, like, let's talk about the time of day as well. And it was hunted uh, pretty early. Uh, it was uh, 1 a.m. Pacific time, round about then, 1 to 1.30 a.m. And uh, there's uh, two schools of thought about the time that you get hunted. Uh, one is that it's good to go early because you get the full impact of the 24 hours on Product Hunt. Uh, the disadvantage is that the algorithm does reward those hunts that are later in the day. And there was a hunt above us uh, that had less votes and was higher up than us which actually two hunts, and they were both uh, posted a few hours uh, afterwards. They were posted uh, four hours and uh, slightly less than that uh, for the other one uh, after we were hunted. And the algorithm does reward uh, later posts uh, because they're trying to just make it fair for those people living on the Pacific coast uh, to not get pipped by the guys uh, doing hunts in Europe. Uh, so that does mean that uh, we had two uh, products that actually uh, were higher than us and uh, that did result in us missing out on that elusive top five uh, section which uh, was a shame but I mean in terms of everything else it was a, a great success and uh, really learned a lot from going through that whole process I hope you've enjoyed this uh, let me just flip back to the last of the episode where you get to hear the uh, details of how to reach out to Charlie and Jessica Jessica, you're the community manager. How best can people reach out and connect with the team at Ideator? Yeah, uh, great question. Um, I mean, if they want to chat directly, we obviously have that chatting feature within ideator.com. Um, we're on it pretty much 24-7, especially now, and uh, we can respond immediately to anything that's any questions that they have. They can also email us directly, my email, if they have any questions, Jessica at ideator.com. Uh, terrific. Okay. And we've just actually had a late comment here of someone who is listening live and says, uh, it sounds like an amazing idea. He's really supportive. Uh, Charlie, I'm guessing it's the same getting in touch with you uh, through ideator.com. Yeah. So people that join the product, we have, um, you know, I'm for sure a lot of people here are familiar with the intercom product, which we have integrated into our app. So, you know, Jessica's always out there on intercom. I am there as well, and the rest of the team are getting on there now as we're seeing more sort of people asking questions. And my email address is charlie at ideator.com. And um, please feel free to reach out. Now, and this is the time when I'm going to have to tell everyone who's listening is like how awesome you are, Charlie. Not only have you stayed up all night working on this, but you've got a cracked rib as well because of a bike accident. So uh, <laughs> you uh, are. So there you have it. And do let me know if you like the format of a launch and going through what we learn uh, during a launch. This was the launch of a platform, but it's 
highly relevant to what we do as app entrepreneurs uh, because it is it is all about ideas and uh, getting your ideas out there and getting it supported. So yeah, do let me know. Get in touch uh, by going to theappguy.co, contact me there or actually go through uh, to email paul at theappguy.co or Twitter paul underscore s underscore Kemp. I would love to know, would you like to hear more of these launch stories? Thank you very much and look forward to getting another episode to you shortly. And now you've finished listening to this episode, please remember to go to apptentive.com forward slash app guy and uh, go and get a free demo of their platform that will help you communicate, that will help you get more ratings, uh, that will help you provide surveys to your users, your customers. Go to apptentive.com forward slash app guy, all lowercase, and you will be pleased that you did. Thank you so much to Apptentive for continuing to support this show. Thanks to GummyCube for supporting this show. GummyCube are a wonderful app store optimization service. The co-founder has been on the show before, Dave Bell. Uh, you may want to go and check out his past episode, 218, where he talks about app store optimization and app discovery. It's a great episode. Go and check it out. And also go and check out www.gummycube, his company, gummycube.com. Thank you so much for supporting the show. And one final thing, let me thank these three awesome people. And I've had some five-star reviews. They've all come in, five stars from iTunes. Remember, you can leave me a five-star review. And Arkin Nisor, I think his name is Arkin Osor, that's it, uh, from South Africa, had uh, has written this. Um, I have enjoyed listening to the App Guy podcast since I discovered it. Paul, the show host, brings a much-needed international perspective to the space with a lineup of awesome guests from around the world to share their journeys. But the real magic is in the friendly and warm touch in which Paul conducts the interviews, making listening to them very pleasant and it's a great experience. The show has become a go-to friend full of wisdom and encouragement for me. Find out for yourself, you'll love it too. Well, that is the most uplifting review I have seen for a while. Thank you so much to Arkino Saw uh, for that iTunes review. Uh, also, uh, Robertson uh, from the UK, uh, Roberts STM, I believe that is, uh, from the UK says, Excellent, this is a podcast, period. Keep the great work up, uh, Paul. I'm working on a new app, and the info I find here you can't find anywhere else. Great guests, great hosts, and even great sponsors. I, I have learned a ton and we'll be uh, here for the long term. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Well, thank you very much for that. And finally, another review. Great tips uh, from Ham Water, Germany. And he says, excellent set of resources and insights into the app world. So I like all these. Remember, you can leave it short or long. Whatever you do, just leave me a review. It makes a massive difference to the show. And uh, that has gone into my feel good folder, which I look at now and again. Uh, thank you so much to those guys. And uh, also, I will get another episode to you very shortly. Thanks for listening. And all, you can also let me know if um, you do like the format of the launch that we've just gone through. Uh, or if you have any other comments, do get in touch. Um, in fact, go to theappguy.co forward slash survey. That's all lowercase, theappguy.co forward slash survey. Leave me your thoughts. And I look forward to getting another episode to you shortly.